um, you are very welcome to uh, my first webinar. Um, I'm really excited about this to um, share with you. So our Motivation Weight Management webinar, um, which we have um, titled How to Lose Weight and Keep It Off for Life. And the subtitle you may have noticed, even if you've tried everything and nothing has worked. Um, so I'm gonna put the stress on that because um, in my experience, and many of you may have heard before, my heart goes out to clients who come into us on their first visit because they have tried everything. And they come in um, feeling very emotional, feeling like they have failed. That sense of failure is, is huge. Um, and um, frustrated, which you know I can understand. Um, so hopefully we'll give you a few tips. Um, I can give you a few tips on this webinar that will help you. Um, and the first um, point that we want to cover is to ask, uh, why do we feel motivated um, at the start of a diet, but then um, lose motivation after a few weeks or after a while? And the number one reason, there's a, a few reasons, but the number one reason um, would be because we slip. So we all go gung-ho starting off um, losing weight and we're all determined and yes, I'm going to lose weight for Christmas or whatever it may be. And then we have a little slip. It could be week four or week five. And what follows then is the feeling of guilt. And I talk about guilt a lot. Guilt is the most destructive emotion of them all. Um, so we'll hear ourselves say phrases like, I shouldn't have eaten that, or, oh, here goes again, another diet. We start looking back, comparing maybe to previous programs or previous diets when we slipped and it all went snowballed and, and all went wrong. Um, so we always talk about on our programs, you know, the dimmer switch technique. And only recently somebody said that to me. Quite a lot of people say they love this. It's one of our assist sheets. So always think of it as a dimmer switch. You're never on or off a diet. Um, you know, it's okay for the lights to, to go out. So you may um, have a slip. You made something at the restaurant that, you know, wasn't quite on your plan. But you never let that switch click off. So if the lights are out, then just bring the lights back up again. So you can always make up for it um, the following day, you know, or for the rest of the week. Um, and, you know, what our thought patterns are so, so important. So that's a huge thing that we focus on and, and what makes um, motivation different and what makes it so successful is to identify our thoughts, negative thoughts. So if we do slip, we can have thoughts, we become convinced then that we're hopeless, we're weak, we're, and our, our motivation goes out the window. Um, and perfectionism is another thing that, that we need to look at. So we need to address all these emotions. And with perfectionism, I've worked on it myself. We're inclined to look at what we didn't achieve rather than what we did achieve. So we could have had a slip two days in the week, but we're focusing on or even that one day or that one meal rather than all the good stuff that we did the, the rest of the week. So we'll always say that look at your achievements and your successes. Don't focus on, on your failures or, or your slips. Um, and accept that you're human. So, you know, we always all talk about, and I'm sure many of you have heard the analogy of Walt Disney, you know, how many times he failed and he kept going and look at, you know, where he got in the end or riding a bike. We fell off, but we got back up again. Um, so keep at it. Don't, don't see the slip as you ruined it all. Um, 
Another reason, um, probably I'd say one of the main reasons um, that we lose motivation on usually is because there's lack of sufficient tools and it's usually focused on just diet. And our studies have proved dieting alone does not work long-term. We've clinical published studies um, over going back 30 years to prove this. Um, so the tools are important. There's a whole journey on a weight loss program. Um, and I'm just going to grab here a little um, one of our starter packs that we use that I often talk about because the starter pack that we have for our program is designed with the journey in mind. So we know, um, say, for example, on week eight, or I'm just going to open one here, um, say we have on week, uh, week 11 saboteurs so there's a perfect example your motivation might start dropping because your clothes are starting to feel more comfortable you're getting lots of compliments um so we have a worksheet that helps identify with that specific thing that's going on at that specific time um so again the worksheet's goals i'm going to talk about goals and why motivation might drop so for example we know week two and again, we have the tools to help with this. We're all gung-ho and we know our goals. We want to lose weight. We want to fit into that outfit. We want to play with our kids. We want to be healthier. Um, and we write down our goals. So we believe writing down your goal is really important um, and the benefits of it. And then also your movie visualization is so important to get this into your head. Now, where does the motivation start to drop, as we said initially? Maybe come week 10, I've reached my goal. My outfits are feeling more comfortable and getting compliments or as we said saboteurs oh you've lost enough weight now you don't want to lose any more weight so what we need to do is reset our goals move the goalpost. so the tools as I say are really really important so these the, the worksheets that we're providing dieting alone isn't going to keep you motivated the books that we're using the audio so you know the programming is so important to hear positive programming and identify any negative thoughts that you're having um and we help obviously with that um, on the program too, using cognitive behavior therapy techniques. So again, it's much, much more than, than a diet. Um, so the, as they keep moving the goalpost, another thing um, which we're able to identify, which is really, really important to look at, and we actually have a study, another clinical study um, published on this, is the effects of negative and positive motivation. So we can actually see, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. I know existing clients are aware of that this is what we work from more so than the scale. Um, we can actually see how a person's motivation level is. So positive motivation, just to explain it to you, again, it's positive thoughts. It's thinking of what you're gaining and all the benefits. So I'm going to lose the weight, etc. Negative thoughts, however, are doubts, fears, worries, and negative thoughts. And if you think of positive as gaining, negative as losing, a lot of the time people can come in, people can have positive motivation and negative motivation. So we always would say if you have negative motivation, it's like brakes on a car literally it's going to stop you from succeeding so even as we said earlier why why does motivation drop so let's say 
you've lost a stone. We'll hear ourselves saying, ah, but this is where it's gone wrong before. Or I'll often hear clients say, I can never get rid of that last seven pounds. This is where I always get stuck. And if we're saying, talking to ourselves like that, our thoughts determine our actions. So if we have um, negative thoughts, you're going to have negative behaviors. It's going to block you from succeeding. Um, so that's why, as I say, positive thinking is really important and positive motivation. So at least we're able to see that. Um, so that's the motivation section. The second part um, of the webinar we said we covers why does the scale go up and down even though you followed your diet? Okay, now I can go on and on and on about this. I'm forever saying I would love to get rid of the scale. I would love to take the scale out of the equation. But I know and I understand that people like to see some form of a measurement. Um, it is the number one contributing factor for people giving up on their program. And we've all been there. I mean, it's, an, it's, it's not accurate two times out of three. Um, we all know we've all been there. You could have a really, really good week. And then you step on the scale. I was only talking to somebody yesterday who actually was weighing herself two and three times during the day. It didn't show the results she wanted. She was sticking to her plan so well. And what's the effect? Oh, well, affect that. Um, it's not gonna work. All the negativity comes in and you end up eating, um, comfort eating, whatever, or eating because you're so annoyed. Um, so bear in mind, I'm always saying the scale is weighing all of us. The scale is weighing water, muscle, um, and fat. The best, measurement of fat loss because this is all about fat and I'm going to actually lift my little I love these the little gadgets that I have so that's a pound of fat and then I have the other one here stretch over um the five pound fat replica this is what it's all about inch loss is fat loss um so it's like the old special k ad I was talking about pinch an inch um so it's fat loss and the best way to measure your fat is take your measurements so don't let the scale be the influence. It's such a negative influence. Um, at least, if anything, do a body fat analysis, which we do here. And again, that's only accurate actually once a month because it's, it's um, functioning through water levels and water levels can go up and down. Water, just to let you know, the reasons for fluid retention, there's so many. Um, so another reason to avoid the scale, we're talking about lack of sleep, Stress causes fluid retention, too much caffeine, medication, not, dr not drinking enough water, hormones. So obviously the scale is going to be all over the place. And it's not measuring your behaviours um, or your change in habits or your attitudes. So I've always said that, you know, it's OK to get to your physical weight, physical healthy weight. But if your mental weight or you know, as we say, your, your habits, your behaviors, your attitudes are still unhealthy. You're only going to put that weight back on again because you're not changing here. We're not changing anything up here. So the dieting alone and the scales is not going to help you keep keep the weight off. It's here. It's your, your mindset, your habits, your behaviors and attitudes. Um, and you've heard me there refer to mental weight. And I know for those of you um, joining in existing clients will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, for any people who are not um, existing clients, I'm just gonna show you briefly, this is our scale. 
So this is what we use to measure success. Um, so we have literally, I'm just going to show you briefly there, I don't know if you can see that, but this is the, these are the reports that we work from. Um, this is our scale. So a client measures this or repeats or fills it in, I should say, once a month. And we can see, so I don't know if you can actually see that there, this is a, um, a, a trial one. But this person, sorry, I should show you this one first. Okay, so this person, their mental weight, it says, is 21 stone and one pound, okay? Um, this means that their habits, their behaviors, and their attitudes are comparable to someone who weighs 21 stone. So they're thinking the same, the same habits, same behaviors, and they could physically end up that weight if they didn't make the necessary changes. So the scale, what we're looking at here is to get rid of these unhealthy habits and behaviors. So we can see anything under 70 is, um, is um, normal. Um, and I should say above 70 is normal. So the reds are unhealthy, pink is normal, and then we have blue is excellent. So the goal and the measure in the scale is to get rid of these red, the reds, the unhealthy habits and behaviors and turn them into blues. So we're able to see, and again, this is the only way that you can keep weight off, is to get rid of, we can see the unhealthy habits, we can see motivation levels. We look at, we all need to look at our self-image, um, stress levels, stress is such a huge trigger for comfort eating. And then we have the emotions. So looking at the emotional eating, why we're overeating in the first place. And then this is the scale. To get rid of the reds, everything above 70, you can see pink um, and blues are normal and healthy. So we can see the difference in the client going from this to this. And even more importantly, I don't know if you can see it there, but the mental weight um, was 21 stone. The mental weight now is 10 stone and one pound. I don't know if you can see that there. So this suggests that this person is now thinking and behaving like a much healthier person who weighs 10 stone. That's what helps keep the weight off. This is the scale. This is the measure, not the machine that, that you stand on. So I really am passionate. Sorry, I'm harping on about that one, but I really am um, very passionate about it. And then the beauty is that we can help you change your habits and your behaviors, change the trigger. So whatever the thought is or the trigger, if it's stress, we have a stress audio and we'll address the stress. If, there, if it's guilt, there's a guilt audio. So it's by addressing the root cause um, rather than just, just the diet. Obviously we have eating plans. I hate to call them diets because diets um, suggest deprivation already a negative word and, and losing. Um, number three on our list, we have um, how, how can you stop procrastinating and making excuses as to why, why not to start a diet? Now, look, at, we've all been here and clients tell us, and even recently um, we did a fabulous podcast, which I'm going to refer to um, the other day. Um, and I know another client on a podcast said us, they're telling us how difficult it is to pick up the phone and make that call. One client actually said it took four attempts. They kept putting the phone down and, and it, as soon as we answered, they hung up. So we know how difficult that can be. Um, and look, it does take effort. It does take time. It does take commitment. And I'll always say to people, and we all say it, unless you're prepared to make that time for yourself and make the commitment, there's no point doing the program. Um, and you're worth it. And think of the benefits. 
bear in mind, you are going to have slips. There's going to be good days and bad days. Um, so be realistic about it, you know. Um, and remember, you will you have the support. So we'd always say, even when a client starts, that look at you are going to have slips. There's no guilt here. Um, we nearly love when you have slips because we learn by it. We can identify why the, the slips are happening, and then you know going forward. Um, and stop fearing failure. So failure, people sometimes actually fear um, failure so much that they would rather actually become ill, um, have serious consequences. So, you know, it's back to that perfectionist thing. You know, we're, we're, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fail um, at some stage or another. But the thing is to identify it and just pick yourself back up and learn by it. Um, so, you know, as I say, from the very beginning, remember that when, when you are on the program, that you are going to have slips. And as I say, be realistic, um, stop being a perfectionist, change your negative self-talk. So, you know, bear in mind statements like I should lose weight, all those guilt statements or, you know, negative self-belief. As I say, usually this comes from um, people who've done other programs and they haven't worked. So I'll always say, look at change that you haven't failed the programs have failed you you haven't addressed the why you haven't done the whole thing um so believe in yourself and we always um you know if a client having met a client on, a, on an assessment initially and have having had a good chat we'll always say you know if they're still not sure we'll say okay the main reason and this is true the main reason that people will not sign up to a program or go ahead with anything is because number one, they have doubt in the program. Now we know the program works. We have the studies to prove, prove it works. We have all the success stories. It, doubt in the, in the consultant, and that's usually not the case because we're all very confident. The number three reason is always the reason why somebody will not proceed with a program, any program, and that's self-doubt, doubt in themselves. So that'll come from the perfectionist, from fear of failure, from past experiences. So that's the very first thing that we want to change and help, help you change and help everybody change. And let's say, even for anything in life, believe in yourself. I think, um, I often think of, of Disney and my girls when they were younger, the messages that they're giving children now are wonderful. Believe and you will achieve. Um, there's so many lovely messages coming out there. Um, so self-doubt, get rid of self-doubt. And we have the tools. We listen very closely with the cognitive behavior therapies to hear any negative thoughts and help switch them to more positive. Because guys, our thoughts determine our actions. So if I have a negative thought, I'm gonna have a negative feeling. And what happens then? comfort eating so if you think about it um comfort eating why do we do that where does that come from so every time every one of us when we were born we're born crying and what's the first thing that happens we get something in the mouth so then how many times as a baby when you cry to get a bottle or a soother or whatever so that's why subconsciously without sometimes even being aware of it that we put something in the mouth when we feel negative, when, when we feel it's oral comfort. And that can be drinking, smoking, eating, it's all oral. Um, so 
stop procrastinating. It usually comes from, as I say, with anything, not just for your weight loss, it comes from self-doubt. So start believing in yourself. I think of Obama, yes, yes, you can. Um, the fourth thing on our list, we have understanding uh, why most programs fail. Um, and I think I've covered it already because they're only treating half of the problem. We're only, they're only treating diet and dieting alone, as I say, does not work. Um, we need to identify the why, why we're overeating, the whole comfort eating um, thing that I've talked about. Um, and another important thing to mention too, um, why a lot of programs fail is they don't focus on maintenance. The dieting is only a short term thing. So we all know, um, and we didn't nearly even say it's negative motivation to have a goal, say, for the wedding. I want to lose weight. It's always the wedding or Christmas is coming. Um, OK, we're going out less now. But um, that's kind of a short term motivation and not always a positive motivation. Positive motivation um, is long term, is for life. So this is for life. So if we think about the the benefits as in your health, um, being able to play with your kids, all those things and motivation, we're always saying people think it's willpower, it's not. Motivation is emotion. So it's why you want to do something. So I want to lose weight for the wedding. Okay, but why? Because I want to feel good. Okay, so now we're talking self-esteem or I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to live longer. That's positive motivation. So life for life is important and maintenance and our maintenance programs, a lot of programs out there, you get to your, your or we do it ourselves. We go on a diet, get to the, the diet for the occasion. Then it's ah great. Or, you know, the wedding is, a, is quite a, a popular one. Lose weight for the wedding. And then, of course, we get married. Look great on the day, fit into our dress. Um, and then the goal is achieved and sure the weight just goes back on again because we haven't changed why or look at the triggers I like to call them. Um, fifth on our, list, on our list, why fast weight loss is clinically proven to help get better long-term results. Now, research um, conducted by McGill University in Montreal and studies carried out in Canada and repeated in France involving 50 doctors and 1,300 patients show that there are four predictive factors to successful weight loss and most importantly to keeping it off. So the first one is the type of diet that a person goes on and the type of diets that have proven to be the most successful are ketogenic diets. Um, we call them accelerator plans because they have a very quick weight loss. Um, you don't feel hungry on them because there's very little sugar and carbohydrates. And I know when clients, when we say that, you know, oh, we're going to cut, cut down or cut out the carbohydrates, sometimes there's a feeling of, oh, I can't have bread or potatoes or whatever. But I always say carbohydrates make you hungry. So carbohydrates end up as sugar, body gets a taste for sugar, you'll crave more sugar. So these type of diets you don't feel hungry on, protein curbs the appetite and helps you burn fat. So quicker weight loss, um, the, or the type of diet, I should say, Quicker weight loss is, is the second reason because it's fast, you're seeing results and you're going to be more motivated, obviously. Um, and losing weight, by the way, quickly or slowly has no link 
to the rate at which one may regain the weight. Because we would often hear, I don't want to lose it quickly because I want to keep it off, or it's not safe, I've heard, to lose it quickly. So that is actually not the case. And the protein um, that we use and protein that we recommend protects muscle tissue. So it's actually good for your heart and muscle. Um, the other thing, the third point on that, that, uh, that study was rapidity, I can never pronounce this, um, rapid habit changes, okay. And rapid habit changes versus slow changes. So when I'm talking about changes, I'm talking again about the, the mental weight um, report. So uh, we always would say nearly look at the, um, the easier habits first. And the first thing before we look at emotional eating or anything like that is looking at hypoglycemia so obviously to see is a person eating regularly enough and getting enough to eat then we can look at the habits or behaviors but it is important when you see the changes then obviously you feel more motivated and then keep working on the changes one habit or behavior at a time that's very important especially for you perfectionists out there and then the fourth factor um was regular follow-up so as i mentioned um the maintenance and the maintenance by the way for maintenance it's important maintenance shouldn't be just about and there's that word shouldn't i probably shouldn't have used it but maintenance is not about the scale so like it's fine i'm keeping my weight off i'm doing fine but we would focus and suggest that one looks at their habits and behaviors so that, therefore, we recommend to our clients to do the mental weight report once a month, because the beauty is it will identify any habits or behaviors or attitudes that might be sneaking in before the scale goes up. Um, so that's the beauty, because remember, they are lifelong habits, like the food reward issue goes back to childhood. If you're a good girl, you know, if you finish your dinner, you can have your dessert or whatever it is. So there are the four factors that were actually um, proven to show um, the, the, how it's successful to keep the, the weight off. And then finally, limiting beliefs, what's holding you back? So as I said, guys, and if you know of anyone, we all have friends and, and family or whatever who we might be concerned about trying to lose weight. Fear of failure is the number one reason. And, you know, we, I always ask, why? Where is that coming from? It's coming from past events. It's coming from previous programs. Nearly everybody we meet has tried everything. And as I say, everything as in dieting very very seldom has anyone ever looked at why we're overeating and there's nothing more frustrating than not knowing why we're doing something the reason why um so again i'd always say you haven't failed the the programs have failed you because you haven't been addressing the why um and the negative self-talk so even when clients come in we'd always hear if i get to whatever weight or if i get to um if only and i'll always say what's this if business because again your thoughts determine your actions so if isn't strong enough when we know this works we've proven it works use the tools and they'll all help you but it's changing your your own self-belief um so, um, yeah, as I say, if you're doubting yourself, the program does work. So it's important um, that you, you work with the consultants, work with the program. And the lovely thing is it gets easier. So clients will always find that the self-belief comes about as they start to see the changes in the mental weight report in themselves. Um, just on that note of self-doubt, um, 
the podcast, I'm going to refer to a podcast that I did just recently with a wonderful, wonderful client. And I'd encourage you to go and listen to it or recommend it to friends who are doubting themselves. It shows pure determination and motivation and purely how, if you really believe you can do it, believe in you will achieve. And it's a story of Jen Wilson, who is one of our clients who lost over seven stone, I think about seven stone, five pounds born with spina bifida, had serious health challenges, was not able to even step on the body fat machine when she came in here. And now she is walking minus her crutch. She's able to hop up on the scale. Um, her was in a very bad place, obviously, um, low with depression, loneliness, you name it, her mental rate report, lots of reds like that. And through the program, um, changed her attitude started to believe in herself started to see how the program worked and each week kept going had slips but got back on track and um as i say she's lost over seven stone now and has reached um very petite lady five stone one pound or five five foot one i should say and i think she was 17 stone or something and she's now nine stone 13 so you know i'm always recommending let's stay away from negativity stay away from from um and negative, um, any negativity, and um, surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with positive news and good news stories. And guys, there is one that I, I know you'll find good um, and, and recommend it to your friends or anyone who's having any self-doubt. It's a lovely, lovely story. Um, as are some of the other podcasts um, that, that we've done with people with health, serious health conditions who never thought, and wheelchair clients who finally did believe and changed their, their self-belief. Um, so, um, yeah, I think I've covered most of the uh, the points that we said we would. And I would like to welcome if any of you have any questions, we can um, spend the next um, few minutes or whatever. Um, if you have any questions, if you want to go on to your um, the little tab, the text button or here's my techie, whatever it's called, the little chat button, chat button, that's it. So anyone, any questions? No questions so far. Thank you for joining, by the way. I see everyone there, Helen. Thank you. Hi, Helen and Mary, Brona. Thank you so much. Good to see you all. And thank you for joining. Okay. Hello. Oh, oh, great, Brona. Hi, thank you. You have a question. Yeah, can I just ask you a question? Um, you just meant you spoke about carbohydrates and the protein. Would you mind just going through that little bit again, if you wouldn't mind? Sure, yeah, no problem. So the protein, the main function of protein is number one, it curbs your appetite. It stays in the system longer than any of the food groups. So carbohydrates, for example, are burnt off in about two to three hours. And carbohydrates... Um, when they're digested will turn into sugar so i'm always saying carbohydrates will will make you hungry it's like you know when you have a starchy meal like a chinese takeaway with rice or something you may find you're hungry like two or three hours later so the yeah. less carbohydrate you have the less hungry you'll be so the protein will curb your appetite so you feel more satisfied for longer it usually stays in the system three to four hours um and then also protects muscle tissue so that's really, really important because on a lot of diets, if there isn't enough protein, people then will lose, like we, we all know about low GI diets now or low carbohydrate diets, but if there is not enough protein, then you end up looking very gaunt 
or you know that kind of people say they have saggy skin or and heart is muscle so it's actually very important to protect you know muscle and, and protect heart and um, so yeah does does that answer your question okay she's so. on mute <laughs> okay so elizabeth yeah, so, um, and apologies, you might have already covered this when you were talking about the dimmer switch, but what's your kind of thoughts on like cheat meals or cheat days? Do you think that they're a good idea or do you think that they should really be avoided? Because I often think um, a cheat meal can kind of get you over a little bit of a hump sometimes and just let you reset. <laughs> but I'm interested to hear what you think. Well, do you know what? Thank you for that question. And the first thing, as I say, we all listen very closely, the word cheat. OK, so the word cheat in itself, to me, suggests it could cause guilt feelings or feelings of guilt. Um, so with regard to the dimmer switch to answer your questions, for sure, there are days or allow yourself to have something that's not on the eating plan that you're, you're following to try and lose weight. So, for example, on Friday, yeah, go have that pizza or have the dessert. And I always say it's not about we don't call it's not weight loss, motivation, weight loss. It's motivation, weight management. It's how you manage your weight and, and your eating habits. So if I'm going out for a meal, I mean, I have desserts. I have, we, we might have a pizza. We do have pizzas on a Friday, but I would maybe in the past have had like the whole pizza, whereas now two slices will do me. So it's how you manage. I would share a dessert with my husband um, or with my girls. So um, for sure, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we all enjoy food and we like things that taste sweet or whatever. So just rather than feel it as a cheat, um, allow yourself and then as you said the dimmer switch absolutely so that one day doesn't mean or that dessert that you've ruined your, your plan the lights might have gone out and next day you can bring those lights right back up again by going for an extra walk or you know just just getting back on plan so yeah does that help yep absolutely thank you you're welcome anyone else any questions you're all very shy <laughs> um No. Um, no, I think you've been very helpful. Okay, good, good. Okay, so just to let you know, guys, we are actually recording. Thank you so much again for, for joining. Um, I have to say I'm really happy. I was a little nervous because this is my first webinar. So thank you so much for being here with me and, and especially for asking your questions. It is being recorded. Um, so as I say, we all know somebody, and I've talked about that, the fear of failure and, and the amount of people, even recently we've had people referring um, friends or family and, you know, people will go on and make a, you know, online the request to call back or whatever. And then we can't get them that for some reason that failure starts to kick in or they're, they're not sure, oh, should I really, you know, do I want to do it? Um, so um, do, um, you know, if you have anybody, if they, you, the, the webinar is going to be recorded, they're more than welcome to, um, to have a look at it. We will actually be emailing a link this afternoon um, also to our ebook, um, which is called How to Break the Yo-Yo Diet Cycle with one eating plan. Um, so that's there also. Um, and for, for those of you on the program, I hope you're all doing well. 
um, and you're finding it helpful. And remember, there are going to be good days and bad days. And don't be afraid to say to your consultants, I'm finding it tough. I'm having a difficult time. That's what we're here for. We, we have the techniques and tools um, to, to support you. And as I say, if you know of anybody, maybe a little Christmas present or whatever, um, you guys know it works. So, you know, pass it on to them. So thank you so much, guys. Um, and hopefully we'll do another one of these soon. Take care and stay safe.